I can hear you now. Hey, there we go. All right, all right, all right, all right. Hold up. Let me get to it now. Welcome to the Raw Done Sister podcast. I'm your host, the BB Dub Lover. If her belly don't wiggle, I don't want to jiggle. <laughs> um, the Fupa Protector. Um, let's get into it. Um, I got my young fella in there, Grant. What's up? What's let's up? Let's get into it. How's your day going, man? It's going all right. I mean, I just had this gala dinner last night, and I slept. With, I was I was out for a while. I just got home, chilling, chilling. Yes, you, man. How do you have a so humble mindset to be? You know, be so young, man. Where did I, that come from? I I got lucky for. I mean, I, I I don't know. To be honest, I think I was. It's something that you just you get. I don't know. Honestly, it's all about what you're exposed to. I feel like I feel like it's a you know a mixture of what kind of mind you got as far as how you like to think, but it's also a mix of like your environment and what you're exposed to and how you respond to it. So for me, I mean, I didn't go through a lot growing up as far as like being homeless or being, but I analyzed a lot. You know, I wanted to understand what made these people from the ground, you know, that were less than me, go so far up in the world. And I really like harnessed a lot of like studies on that part, young, like young. So every since then, I just couldn't stop analyzing and stop studying and stop observing. So you learn a lot when you do all that. I I, I also feel like that because you know what I mean. I came from the slums of 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 East Side of Aberdeen, where I noticed, man, I gotta be tight with my money because I don't want to be you know me panhandling, begging, you know what I mean, living off you know what I mean, check to check. Some people. You know, we are fucked up out here financially because we not got we never been taught financial literacy. Do you believe that as black people? I, I would even just as poor people like uh, people get in this um, consumer mindset and it's there's there's a big inflation with that. I remember uh, a while back that something about my dad that I noticed and then and other father figures in my life, I noticed that. When they go up with their money, they also spend up higher and they never just like humble themselves with what they have. They just if they got a raise, they get a new car. If they got or they'll get a new apartment or a new house or try to get something that'll keep them on that threshold. And they're like, you know, like at neck level all the time financially. And it, and it does fuck people up. People don't understand like that. They have this consumer mindset. If you're raised with it, it's hard to get out of it. You're surrounded by it. And that's how people indulge and nobody likes to discuss topics like that because, I mean, it's it's touchy, but yet everybody does the same thing. And it just like, I, I mean, and and that's a lot of poor communities for real. Like everybody has that mindset and it's hard to get out of. It's hard to like not think like that, not act like that, not celebrate, you know. Shit. I mean, I, I just bought some food. And I'm like, I already got food at the house, you know, like good food, too. It's not even like some cheap food I got to like cook. It's more like, no, nah, I got good food at the house. And I already bought I just bought food on my way back. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a lot of people. I just like sometimes I just be looking, you know, what I mean, when I'd be driving, I'd be just looking. I'm starting I start seeing like you like you see like you'd be at the light. Right. Mm-hmm. You see a homeless person. I'd be like, man, I wonder what this story is. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. what caused him to get to that point? Uh, honestly, it's I feel like around here, around our area, like we hold a lot of it's just addiction and alcohol, and then that alcohol derives from you know an upbringing. Trauma? That, you think, trauma? Huh? You think 
people lean to alcohol for trauma. I think it's the pain. Yeah, like I mean, think of it like us men, especially even black men, we're very silent about how we feel. You know, like we don't have anybody, anybody to go to on a lot of things, and we just learn from others and we try to keep it moving, but we never ask questions in the matters of our own like trauma, like you talked about. So like with poor people, like. And then on top of that, people who are like stuck homeless and stuff, they all have a lot of different interesting stories. I mean, when I was we have I have this art association that we take trips every year, maybe like twice a year. And we always go up to New York and we always see homeless people and we talk to them, at least just a few of us, just a few of us. And uh, a lot of them just say it's just like, nah, I just I got hooked up on this. I got hooked up on this dope. I got hooked up on this, that or they're like. Honestly, after my such and such passed away, like nobody understood. And I just like, I don't, I don't care anymore, you know? <laughs> and I was just like, wow. But I think, I think people just need to communicate better because I feel like everybody has a good intention for other people, especially people they care about. But it's hard to do that when they can't express themselves around them. You feel me? So it's, a, but that's not, that's just a small fraction. I mean, there's a lot of different routes on why people are homeless. Some people are just like, they just like that lifestyle. I mean, no offense to my grandma, but she's really just so used to that lifestyle. She was a white woman growing up. She was a white woman with a black man in PA in the most racist areas. It was not going well for her. But she, And she had a wealthy family, and she threw it all away. She didn't care. She just she knew what she loved to do, and she did it. And, and, yeah, she was poor. She was homeless plenty of times, but she just did her own thing. I remember her stories on that. It was, it was immaculate. Like, she just... She did not care about money like that. She cared about what she wanted. So, and, and that's hard to believe. People right. don't care about money. <laughs> it's it's like, a that's, that's 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 wild to most people to think people don't really actually care about money. I mean, about the- it's more to life than that, though. So, like, I see where they can come from. I just you shouldn't ignore it. You know, like mm-hmm. you shouldn't ignore money. It's a tool in this world that's highly used. And for the society, it's like water for the society. You got to use it. But if you don't, you lose. If you do, don't let it run your life. You know, like, like there's plenty of things. Memories made with good people is always something better and non-refundable. You know, like it's something I would trade. What is your biggest life lesson? Uh, right now, to be honest, the biggest one I'm. Oh, I, I didn't even tell anybody on the podcast, but I'm. I'm 24 years old. Um, Mm -hmm. So I might not have a lot of experience with the world as much as a lot, you know, a lot of people, you know, like the people that we work, but they got a lot of experience with the world compared to me. And right now, the biggest one personally is just getting close with God and knowing who to get advice from and knowing those who think they have the advice for you. You know, there's a difference and I'm learning that. So I have a, I have somebody I know that they've known me since I was little and, you know, I ask them how they're going. Cool. You know, they tell me about their stuff. But when they ask me, I always tell them what I want to do. And they're always throwing like, oh, you need to do this and that and this and that. And I'm like, no offense, but I got this. Like, I'm a grown man. I'm not some 12-year-old boy. I ain't so, you know, like, I know what I'm doing. And that's, it's nothing risky. It's not like I'm getting into any drugs or I'm getting any, like, dangerous situations you know but you over here throwing advice my way and i'm like i don't think you needed to do that you know people just feel like they have to teach everybody that i don't have to learn from everybody who tries to teach so i've been close with the bible 
teach me a lot, honestly. It's a good book of lessons. But the, the Bible tells you about false doctrine all the time, so you're definitely right about that, man. It's a lot of good term. A lot of there's a lot of people not not to say they're not you can learn anything for some people, but some people don't don't never took their own advice. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. And if they was in your situation, they probably fucked up. Even probably fucked up even more. You know what I mean? So it's it, it's a, it's a it's a 50-50 thing, man. I, I really believe you got to sometimes you can't take advice from everybody. Exactly like you say, you can't. You can't. It's hard. You can't. I mean, it's hard. And for me, like. I, I'm in a weird spot in the world. Like we're we're going through a whole transition with technology and social media. You got a lot of people my age going through things that a lot of people before us never went through and rarely ever went through. So like me, the one thing I did was learn from people who were older than me, people who were before me, because like I learned a lot. Like I just needed to learn. I needed to learn from people, veterans, you know, like I don't care what you are doing in life. Like you have a story, but that story holds lessons that I probably will have to go through. Like I learned a lot, even if I didn't want to, I chose to. And I took the initiative to like, like apply these like methods of handling life the same way. But it's just when you learn and I, I keep calling, I keep saying old heads. Cause I always like, we always say, I always say old heads at work. Um, I feel like, uh, uh, Dortan, yeah, he got me on. <laughs> he got me on saying footheads, but uh, uh, it ain't no disrespect because I I like to say elders, but I don't want y'all feeling like y'all fifty or anything. But people older than me, you know, like man, you know, so what you feel like? Because some yeah. people don't even make it to forty five. Some people don't even make it to twenty nine or twenty four. So, I mean, I just like honestly, like I've learned a lot from people older than me, and I loved it. Like I love it. My parents, especially, I learned from. Adults who were on dope, adults who were, you know, millionaires. Like, I've learned from people from across the world. I have so many questions. Like, I, I just want to learn from experiences before I have to endure them because it only makes you more comfortable and knowing what to do. So, like, I've learned. I'm like, if I, I know what time I don't have to waste with the individual sometimes because I've heard it 50,000 times, I don't need to hear it again, you know, and they ain't going to, like, budge. They're just going to keep trying to tell me how, you know. So, nah, like, that what was that term you used that uh uh when 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 they give you false advice unnecessary or like like useless advice you said uh undoctrine uh yeah, false doctrine false doctrine yeah that's yeah. but it, I, I feel like it teaches you a lot I, it's interesting though this role is very interesting but 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 in the same token you still can I feel like you still some some people can be like you say you take it from dope of you know I me mean, dope fiends and stuff like that because look. Even, you know what I mean, I'm not a Christian, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean, you look in the Bible, God used Noah, he used, you know what I mean, he used Mary Magdalene, she was a, you know what I mean, she was a slut, she was a thought. Right. You know what I mean? It don't, it don't see, it doesn't matter how you, you know what I mean, you start as long as you change this into something better, man, because people can, God used all people in the Bible, you look at it, he used a lot of people with shortcomings. Nah, seriously. And- Go ahead. So, you know, I mean, that's all I had to say, man. No, um, you're right. I feel like you can't you can't judge a person by their actions per se. Mm-hmm. But the actions towards you is different than judging them all. Yeah. You know, like everybody has yeah. intention, but some people are just where they're at. You got to let them be. Just don't let it affect your mm-hmm. life negatively. You feel me? So now nah, um, I was going to ask uh, I had a question for you. Nah, um, how old are you? I'm about to be 30. 30. Oh, yeah, we ain't that far apart. 
Ain't that far. No. How do how do you feel about like? I mean, do you do you still take on like? I know you got you got you got your you got a kid and everything, right? Yeah, I got a kid. Yeah. yeah, got... yeah how like what do you how, like what do you like at thirty? Like that's that's a goal of mine. I want to have a kid when I hit like thirty, probably a little bit later. But the, the key is the key is to find the right person. Mm. And this and this this the this the main thing to find out is she's the right person. Cause sometimes you you get to the point where it becomes a job. You know what I mean? Oh, we work at a warehouse. You you hit the button. Oh man, it's sanitized. It's the forks work. Oh yeah. <laughs> and some days you don't check it, and you walk past the big signs of man, this shit could fuck up on me. Mm. And sometimes relationships get to that point where it becomes a job, and you don't really see the signs. So you definitely want to make sure it's the right situation, man. That's the key. Is that's the major key. But overall, man, I just, I just, I, you know, what I mean, at a point when I was like, I had my kid at what twenty three. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I didn't want a kid at that time, but it's a blessing. It and at the end, because because I was going through a destructive phase where I might not have been here. You know what I mean? So she definitely, my daughter definitely grounded me to humble myself because I thought I was hot shit and you know what I mean? I was God and stuff. You know what I mean? When you're young and coming from the environment I come from, you know what I mean? People, you look up to certain individuals not doing necessarily the right thing. You know what I mean? You see a lot of shit. You know what I mean? You see domestic violence. You don't see, you know what I mean? It's just like, it was just like, you know what I mean? Like a music video, like BT After Dark. You see shit like that. You know what I mean? I never seen somebody really have a, a real non toxic relationship. And you know what I mean? No. In a way, you know what I mean? It's womenizing and you know what I mean? All that stuff you see. And you you in a in a way you try to still have your cake and have ice cream too and be a womanizer. And you eventually you have a and I had a daughter, I was like, man, I need I need to relax a little bit. I need to relax, man. No, because how how you you know what I mean? How are you gonna see? How are you gonna feel when your daughter in that in them shoes? You know what I mean? And I try to keep my kid away from certain things that I didn't that I saw. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm really protective about where my daughter goes and where she hang out at seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, nah, that's huge. I mean, I, I I know where you're coming from with the like with the environment of like bad relationships. You know, like. I've had a lot of people in my family, a lot of people be disloyal to each other. I had I grew up with friends that, you know, used people and they would blatantly say it and just cold. And in my heart, like I have a good everybody has good intentions to some extent, but at the same time, like my heart was just like, yo, I can't I've never seen a healthy relationship. Like, you know, I never seen one. I got blessed with one. That was my last relationship. I got blessed with a, a healthy good relationship and it taught me a ton like of course obviously now like i'm single and everything like it must you know something must have messed up but that was a very huge learning experience and like so and it, it taught me it helped me recognize like wow i really haven't seen anything decent like that you know like just good and not like trying to like find you know like people handling their stuff the way they need to but they're not diving into like drugs or guns or gangs or 
hobbies I just don't that put others' lives in danger. Like they, you know, like I'm used to seeing that. <laughs> so I see where you're coming from with that. And then when you come with, and you're right, 23, like you feel like you can do anything for real. Like honestly, like you don't know how many friends I have right now that are around my age, and they want to try, they want to do coke, they want to try lean and all that. And I'm like. I'm like, I don't like, I don't see what the hype is. But then again, they weren't a clinical aide like I was for a year. You know, they weren't, they didn't get to see the people who were in rehab and they didn't get to hear the stories. You know, like I heard this, I can say this because this is well past time. I usually respect the laws after you leave a job to like not expose stories like this. But there's a guy who, um, who had his best friend and he was high with his best friend and he OD'd. And his best friend, and while he was OD, he could faintly see everything. And it was his best friend and his girlfriend with him at the time. And they were all smoked up with him. So when they saw that he OD'd, they got a body bag and put him in the body over the water. Like, that was his best friend since he was a kid. And they were ready to switch. Like, his girlfriend, three years, ready to, ready to dump him. Like, it was, like, life-changing. I've never heard such a thing, yo. You can't even, that's stuff you only see in the movies. And I got a person here who. But it all, uh, it's only it's only takes it's only take one time to really. Some people don't know. It's just like drinking alcohol. Everybody got a certain limit. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. To your body breakdown, or you know, it could be your first time. You can get out of here, OD, and get out of here. That's why they got so they're so prevalent on Narcan and methadone. You know what I mean? To kind of make it semi legal, dope. You know what I mean? Right. But that's a different story. That is a story. <laughs> that's definitely that's definitely a different story. Um, that's a different yeah. <laughs> why why do you feel like what causes mental health issues in the youth nowadays? I feel like oh man, that's a great question. <laughs> like back when back when I was growing up, man, like bullying, you know what I mean, was not as serious. We kids didn't take it as serious. Normally, you just pick a rock up, hit the bully in the head be over with but nowadays these kids taking themselves out you know what i mean all the way they don't want to deal with it you know what i mean some of them just yeah man. 8 10 11 12 killing themselves why do you feel like it's spiked up now i just uh suicide i think it's um it's a mixture of a lot of things but i'm gonna stick to one first off shout out to my cousin sugar she she's um she passed away through suicide and she was, she was like 12 years old and damn. Yeah. And it was, like, hear that. yeah, not, oh. you know, she's, she's in a better place now. She's, you know, but, um, she, uh, it just put a lot of things in perspective for me and I battled with a lot of depression. I ain't going to front. Like I, I definitely, depression is one of my biggest things. Um, and I'll just speak on one source but uh, I feel like I really I hate to say, it, but I do blame a lot of things on just like the access of technology nowadays. I feel like, yes, you know, it's good to have like access to information and to be able to share all of these creative ideas that we have to each other and communicate even right now through this phone. You know, um, mm-hmm. I just think that the habits we're very habitual creatures, so we're going to build a habit and that help it, that habits usually going to form and become a dependent you know just like how alcohol doesn't become and you don't become an alcoholic on the first drink you know it's it's the alcohol consecutively it's that consistency you don't you know you don't build your muscles 
you know, at the gym on the first day. I mean, they're called newbie gains, but you get what I mean. You don't really build until three yeah. years later when you're consistent to the point where you don't even like to eat out, you know, like things like that, that it becomes like a, like your whole way of living in a, a lot of ways. And I feel like a lot of people our age, like I said, we go through a weird spot. We're going through the transition and the advancements of technology and access to people without having to move. And when you do stuff like that, it suppresses other things like socializing. And that's a huge thing that I feel like people don't recognize too much, or maybe we are, and we're finally starting to think about regulations and such. But I will say that you don't know how many friends and just people in general who are so like, they got so much social anxiety. You don't know how many introverts there are in the world, just in general, even if they're not made to be introverts, you know, like they're not here and they're, they're expressive, they're talkative, but they've been shut down and bug-eyed because like people are like, why are you talking to me? You know, like, and it's just so embarrassing that they just have to like go down and like with their whole way of socializing. Like when I graduated from high school, everybody stayed home. I didn't see not a person outside, like nobody. And it just like blows my mind. And this is just in my area, but I can't, and I can't speak for all because I went down in Florida, everybody's outside all day, you know, but like, it was just, it just taught me a lot about like, you know, when you get, when you get that social anxiety, it's kind of, and then you have a thing with your parents. I feel like a lot of, another thing is like the, the relationships between kids and their parents is very like different now, but it, but the same, like we grow up and we just have not, some of us, we have parents that are still together. Some of, most of us probably don't. And I feel like that, and that miscommunication, like we can only speak to one parent or the other, you know, stuff like that. Like, it's just very, it makes things very sensitive to talk about. And then you're, you express that through, I mean, you only talk to yourself about it. And when you're stuck with an idle mm -hmm. mind, that's a devil's playground. So like, you're going to, it's not good for somebody who goes through depression themselves. You know, I'm glad I'm blessed to be here. Like you have no idea. I should not be here and I'm here. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, if, like, and I sat, I would sit in isolation because I wouldn't know I'd have things in my mind that I can't handle at the moment. When I had COVID, I had stuff sitting in my head that I couldn't handle at the moment because I had COVID and I couldn't leave the house. You know, like I, I couldn't live a day without like, man, like I need to do something. I need to keep moving. I need to keep going out doing stuff. And I don't care if people are involved or not, but I need to like keep my mind focused on things, not my, not my phone, not gaming, not TV but like, I need to keep it active. That's, and that's why I hate our job, low key, because it just it keeps isolating my brain, low key. Like, oh, like I'm over here working nonstop. I'm like, it's not that, it's not that hard. But all I'm saying is like, when um, I think a lot of it has to do with just the access to technology for such a long, such long periods of time, and the social anxiety that we get from that causes us to interact with each other less, be comfortable with each other less, or that we just jump the far end and act, and we look kind of crazy but we just like jump the farm and start talking out of our ass and then it's a parent-child relationship too i feel like a lot of people aren't really connecting with the parents they have and or the family that they have with them so it, it's a mixture of both there's also you know there's plenty of other components i mean people just go through stuff and i'm a i'm from the suburbs i didn't i didn't i grew up in a rough place but it was nothing as rough as it could be and i'm I'm over here like there's some people who go through a lot worse than me that just humbles me. Like it just humbles me. I'm like, I have to learn. I have to learn because I ain't gonna lose my life at this, you know, and I'm blessed with all this. Like people have way less. 
But some people don't recognize it. They just like they're like life's not important. Life's not stands me. Nobody gets this. Nobody nobody makes me feel okay about how I feel about this. You know, that's the bigger statement. Nobody makes me feel okay about how I think or how I feel about this. You know, and that can ruin a person low key. If you rob somebody out of a sensitive topic that they have in their mind and you're telling them like what's wrong with you or uh, that sounds dumb or whatever, you don't know. But that's just another mark on their head saying that they ain't worth shit. I just been noticed on the news like some a girl from Southern Southern University down in Louisiana. She wrote a long post and said she's just tired of failing and she took a life. You know what I mean? And nobody knew she was going through that. You know what I mean? I, I'm like, man, you don't know what's in somebody's mind. You know what I mean? Not to say my parents, my parents, I, I felt like I couldn't really talk to my pops so I became a grown man. You know what I mean? A lot of people just keep all that in. You know what I mean? Especially going through certain situations where, you know what I mean, parents and, you know what I mean, were toxic and, you know what I mean? So you kind of hold a grudge because your your mom puts you against your dad and stuff like that, man. It's 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 a lot. I understand it's a lot on these kids where they feel shut down. Right. You know what I mean? That's one hundred percent though. That parent child connection is huge. I mean, I didn't get a decent relationship with my father until like this year or uh, either this year or last year. Actually, it was like more like this year. I I didn't really like. It was the first time he said he was proud of me. Like actually proud of me. And I was just like, I didn't think I'd ever hear that from him. And I, I, I mean, it just be like that sometimes. I, I feel like us men, though, we really got it different with communication because we're really silent on a lot of things. And I really hate it. Like, I wish, like, yeah, we got men communities and stuff. But, like, like I just really wish we could be a little bit more, like, responsive to each other. We don't got to be responsive to everybody, all right? But, like, there's, you know, you could. But we, we're, we're, taught, we're taught to don't cry. Yup. Don't show your emotions. Keep locked in. Yup. You gotta put a poker face in. You know, in the community I came from, you had to have a poker face. Same. Stop acting like a little ass girl. You know what I mean? And, and sometimes you gotta decompress it. Sometimes I cry in the fucking shower like a little loser. I feel like a loser you ain't crying no. in the shower. You gotta get that shit. But <laughs> you gotta. But get you that gotta. Shit. You, you gotta get that motherfucker out, or that motherfucker will be like fucking. Silent Hill, that zombie in the corner, you fucking brain and fucking shit up. That has nah, you're on the spot though. I feel like people gotta express themselves because I mean, I tell you right now, I was never afraid to, and that's what like got me a lot less friends because I was just like, Why are you acting like this? Why don't you just tell me what's wrong? You know, and they'll be like, Nothing, nothing. And I'm like, Just grow up, yo. Like, yo, I'm here. If I'm asking, it's because I'm caring. All right, like the world's hard as it is, like. We're all here. Don't know what the fuck we're doing. Like we're just trying to live our lives and figure each ourselves out. Like let's just work together. And yeah, sure, some things are embarrassing. I got a friend who did something that was simple. He, you know, I ain't going to say his name on here, but he knows who he. Right. He took a shot and he threw up, and it was so embarrassing to him. And he was like, "Don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody." And I was just like, "Bro, it's a, it happens. Like it's a simple thing." But he really took it serious. It was a simple thing. And I'm like, bro, you're I just good. think a lot of us really insecure, man. Yeah, it sucks. We're really insecure. I think it's also the. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that, but I can definitely say it's the, it's the chase, of women too that also shuts us down. Like we still have this thing about pulling bitches and trying to have these stories about you know the times we smashed this girl or this girl or this girl, 
stuff like that. And then we're trying to, everybody's all about body count. I just told somebody, they were asking, they were like, do you care about my body count? So I was like, I, like, yes, but no, like you brought it up. So now yes, but like, no, because I wasn't asking, like, you know, like it wasn't a, it wasn't a big, but, but that's, that, that, that is a touchy subject it though. Is. No, was... Nobody, nobody wants the ultimate warrior warrior though. Okay. <laughs> Right. Yes. Nobody wants to. Nobody buying a car Nobody, with three hundred thousand no miles on it. Nobody wants to date the porn star. All right, like, sorry, no, no offense, but that's just not. That's, that's a rare. That's a rare interest that I nor any guy of mine ever will know. But at the same time, like, like that's just everybody. Everybody pulls their own. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they do their own thing. I'm just like more like we have the status quo based off of like the bodies that we smash or like the girls that we smash or we have this, I don't know what it is. It's like an unknown leaderboard of like within a group. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so weird to me though. Cause look, look, listen, listen, listen. Like I never cared about any of that. Like I do my own thing. Everybody does their own thing. And I'm just, I, whatever. If you got stories, cool. If you don't laugh, like, cause some of this, I mean, we've talked about some things that it is funny as shit. But like, like <laughs> was, I remember some of the stories that we like all talked about at work. But uh, nonetheless, like we have this, and we feel I feel like that's also a pressure to hold if you do when you're doing your own thing. Like, like when a girl denies you, everybody's all about rejection because rejection just hurts. Women get to choose on some things; they get to choose more than men do in a lot of ways. That's why it's a whole chase game. But I just like. I feel like but people like, play chase game on your level nowadays. The tech guy, the tech guy play, changed the whole game about the chase game. Cause look, I got the app. You got an app now called Tinder. You got an app named POV, POF. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's not no, it's no more chasing no more. It's, it's like DoorDash. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna choose you. It's gonna be at nine o'clock. I choose you. It's eight thirty. Yeah, it's, it's not really a chase no more. It's, it's, it's interesting. And you know, though, I was just talking to somebody about that. I was like, I wish I had some bros that just wanted to go out and get, get numbers. Like, let's just like, don't nobody, do that no more. Nobody does that, yo. And it pisses me off. Cause I'm like, look, I never got to do that. And I never got to, I always did that shit on my own. Like, like I always did that shit on my own. And I'm like, bro, I kind of just want some friends. We go out to the mall. We're probably getting ourselves some clothes or whatever we getting at the mall. But if we see a girl, we iron up a couple chicks. Like, I was like, hey, yo, let's go try to get their number. You know, like, whether we fail or not, it's an experience that, like, like it's just a bonding experience because it's a chase. It's a chase. And then we all oh, think, okay, oh, dang, we didn't get what we were. You didn't try to, you know. And I'm like, whatever, yo. Or, like, we might stumble, right? Like, one of us, it's all, I always see people, like, they stumbling over their words or they're stuttering or whatever. We just make fun of it. It just makes a better relationship between men that says, like, nah, like, I fucks with you. You fuck with me. Cool thing we respect and ain't no like there's you can't have you can't be insecure about a denial in that sense when you got friends with you that are doing these kind of things with you you know so i feel like that was an experience that i feel like we should never let go of and not it's not the same they let that go yeah they that's that's time that don't exist that's That's the time that don't exist no why though i think it's that social anxiety yo that's what i'm saying like the social anxiety on that like they can't even ponder doing that. They feel like they're going to be embarrassing. They're going to lose the way they yeah. look. And all that. I'm like, you're not losing nothing. Just like going, <laughs> you're not losing nothing. You're going to get a no. You're going to keep it moving. Like, they're not that big of a deal. The situation is not that big of a deal. Like, you make everything like you're a celebrity. You're not even a celebrity. Like, 
nobody's watching you do this, like <laughs> except your friends. But like that's just me. That's just me. I just feel like a lot of men are just very, like you said, insecure, and they're they're worrisome about how they're going to be judged, or they're worried they're going to be judged the way they don't want to be judged, or they, you know, they're talking to the wrong people. But it's it's a lot of people out here just looking for likes. Everybody thinks it's Instagram. The world is Instagram. Everybody looking for likes. <laughs> people post things on social media to get for likes. People will post somebody in a casket for likes. Likes. It's just a Sad. everybody wants that self um, validation. Like the validation. Yeah. Everybody wants self validation. They can't. They're. They're. It's, I, I feel like internet is like a drug. You know what I mean. Yeah. And some people just be od. You know what I mean. Nah, that. I'm with you on that. That's a. That's a good way to put it. That's why I just think a lot of the things that we do is just because of social media. Like we got too much access. Like we're we're, we're too reliant on it, and it's it's kind of piss poor now because nobody knows how to talk to people. And nobody knows how to be talked to. Just talking to a girl about this earlier today, like, um, I was just, I was like, like people don't know how to confront. Like, like, I was like, women should hit on men when they want the men, you know. And I, that's just like, look, you should be able to do that. But men don't know how to take that, and, and vice versa. Like, hit on a chick, they don't know how to take that. They'll just embarrass you because they feel embarrassed. Like, a lot of women talk are subliminals. They're not going to be upfront and tell you. They, they, they. I feel like they they don't do that because they're gonna feel like they're thirsty or they're a whore. Exactly, they're gonna. The, it's the quite opposite. And yeah, and they're gonna be judged on if they, you know, if they accept this, like they're easy to get when they're not. That's the whole like that's the whole point of the, this is like I'm making a move. You're not easy to get, so like I'm not saying you're playing hard to get. It's just more like just be yourself. Like if you're interested, cool. If you like the, just like, oh, you want to work harder than that? Cool. I, I Like, you don't, it's not that big of a deal, but I see where they're coming from in that perspective. They like, oh, I, I'll be looked at as like a whore if I take this guy, you know? I'm like, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I mean, I guess it depends on your body count. You know, a warrior, warrior, you know, that's a different story. <laughs> I'm just saying, no, 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 nobody gonna buy no car with 300,000 miles on it. Uh, you at the end of the road. You know what I mean? Even, that's, I mean, Three hundred thousand is a lot of miles, though. You know, you have to go really, you have to go really far to get there. And I feel like there's not a lot of women. You better have an extra oil in the engine, because if there ain't no extra oil in the engine, you might get nipped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, nah. <laughs> oh, nah. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I just feel like, man, the world would be a better place place if they. Motherfuckers didn't give a fuck what people really thought about them, man, and just kept on moving. Facts. But that's easier said or done. That's true. I fuck up. I fuck up words. My, my girl be telling me, "Try what the fuck word you just said." I said, "Man, I I don't even fucking know." <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to find something new. You know, what <laughs> man. I try to read. You know what I mean? Yeah. I be nah. looking at her college books. I'm like, "What the fuck word is this?" I try to say it. She's like, no, nah, that's not that shit. That's not how you say it. You know what I mean? Yeah, just be yourself. Like, I'll be authentic. Like, that's the whole point of life is just enjoying the journey. I, you know, like you, you can't be nobody but yourself. I can't be nobody else except for Rod. You can't be nobody else but Grant. Facts. Like, better to be that yourself though. Like, I don't think people get it. Like, the more you realize, even if you're childish or you're disrespectful or maybe you're not, you're ignorant in the matter. Like, acknowledge where you are standing. So you can only build from there. 
if you don't acknowledge these things, you'll always be fake because you're never doing what it really takes for you to actually grow. You're only doing things outside of it, around the bush, whatever. And it just, it just be, it just be bugging. I'm watching people do this and confrontation is a good way to tell if a person is their authentic self, you know, like if, the, if they're actually going to be capable of like talking to you. That's why I hate working under people, to be honest, you know, because I can confront people. I would just confront like supervisors. We'll just say that or leads or whatever. And uh, like if something happened and I need them that they need to like straighten up or something. And I'm like, they're not good with it. They're not good with it. My friends, they're not. I mean, some of them are cool. That can't handle it. They can't handle that straightforward. Like, hey, yo, what, what's up with this? Like you pulled this front and like you got me in this ditch. Like what the what, what's going on? They're not good with it. Or they're like, they're just silent. And I'm like, this is the tell. This is a tall tale sign that you're just not comfortable with this. And you need to be. You should be. If you're, if you are yourself and you're comfortable with yourself, you don't give a fuck who's talking to you because you'll talk to anybody the way you run to talk to them. That's just it. Like, that's just it. You shouldn't. That's that's, that's, that's that's why I don't understand why nowadays I feel like even at the job, I feel like some men can't handle confliction. You know what I mean? Of uh, just speaking their mind without. You know what I mean? Taking the reaction or the the action. Like, you, you got to be comfortable as a man. If I got a problem with you, I'm supposed to tell you. You know what I mean? I got problems with Grant because this is how I feel. But a lot of men are comfortable just to punk out and, 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 and go tell somebody else. That shit pisses me off, yo. That shit pisses me off. Like, you show some respect. Like, if I got a problem with you, I'm going to talk to you about it. I'm going to tell you about it because I respect you. I have nothing personal against you. And even if I did, I'm going to still go to your face and tell you because, like, that's it. But that's, but it's, but the beginning of the time, if a motherfucker got a problem, you know what I mean? You go back in history. Politicians, presidents. Man, I got a problem with you. You guys have a duel. These motherfuckers used to shoot each other nah. with pistols. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we can't even have a conversation. This shit's crazy to me. That shit is crazy to me. It is, yo. It's just we don't change. We have our, like, we just don't change. It's crazy because there's this one guy I talked about that, uh, he was talking like, yeah, like, men got to, like, put their, like, us black men need to, like, learn to put our defenses down every time somebody wants to come talk to us. And now look at everything as, like, a war against right and wrong or my side versus your side. But yet he literally did it moments later with me. <laughs> like, you know, I was like, I, like, why are you doing this? Like, you, you, I'm not even, I just, I literally, all I did was ask him, hey, like, you travel. And he just went in um, and trying to cover his, I guess, I don't know, like, his sense of not traveling. I don't know. He was just very defensive. I'm like, I'm not against you. Like, I told him, I was like, I'm just trying to ask, like, I'm just trying to get to know who's doing these services. You know, like, who's, I'm going to be seeing you every two weeks. You know, I'm, I'm going to have to, like, I got to get to know you. And he's just defensive. And I was like, I don't know why we got to be like this. Like, just. That's, well, that's I, why That's why a lot of people were just, man, I'm telling you, a lot of people are really anti-social, man. And yeah. it's a lot of people where they judge you because you talk a certain way. Um, the the word, uh, you know what I mean? Judge a book by its cover. That shit's, mm -hmm. uh, that shit repeats itself all the time. I remember one time I was in a break room, in the break room. I'm just talking. 
I'm talking, I sing a little song. Tennessee Whiskey, Chris Stapleton. Oh, Shroy, you listen to country music? Um, why why would I not listen to country music? Because I'm black. I can't listen to country music. Because <laughs> I, I, I wear sweatpants and I wear graphic tees sometimes. I don't like country music. I listen to multiple music. Yeah. Like, what dictates me? Because I, I got tattoos and, 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 you know what I mean? I got tattoos and a sleeve and they they just that I don't like country music. They don't expect it. Rob, I didn't even I didn't even know like I was surprised. I was like, yo, you got a podcast, yo? But then again, I was like, that'd be a great idea that I didn't even think to mention to him. Like that was like perfect. And then when you asked when you told me like when I saw the intro to the podcast and hearing some of the things that you like to talk about, I'm like, dang, that's crazy. Like, well, you on the on the job is different than you on the podcast, but at the same time, you're still the same because you in the job. <laughs> You just, you just a uh, fucker. But like you on the, you know, when I saw, when I heard a couple of the episodes, I was like, he's really just speaking his mind and is, is honestly like, is elevated and it's not, it's not like, it's not, it's, it's detail. Like a lot of people can't get into details with how they think. So I was just like, and he's on topics that some of them are like, I don't probably don't talk about, but like most of them, I'm like, nah, that's some stuff that, I definitely talk about my friends, especially a few friends where we could talk for hours. And I mean, hours about goal orientation, like layouts, just the views on life, perspectives, like, you know, stuff like that. Speaking of perspectives, what's your like, have you had any like wave of like uh, perspectives that have changed, like that have changed the way you think ultimately like a wave of like realization to like, what am I bugging for about this? Like wow, I see a different. I, I I have a, I have a couple of them. Like I I know I noticed you can't you can't hang out with people that don't have goals or don't align with your goals because they're gonna distract you. That's the big thing I had to learn. You know what I mean? If if you hang out with certain people, their fucking laziness can drip on you. It can drip on you. You know what I mean? It do. And and, and I I feel like. This life is like a fucking RPG. You know what I mean? It's like Far Cry. It's like Far Cry. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a lot of side missions that can distract you from your ultimate goal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I really I really feel like that. No, if feel, that makes sense. No, I feel like I follow. It's, it's a lot of stuff. It's a couple times I look, I, you know what I mean? I'm just sitting outside looking at life. I said, man, I distracted. I, you know what I mean? I got distracted for like five years straight doing dumb shit. So, man, I wish I didn't do that. I wish I stayed focused in my original plan. Like, there's a lot of shit I never got a chance to do because I was doing, you know what I mean? I was on some ignorant dumb shit. Now, that's why, I, now the only thing I like to do now is come home, edit a couple podcasts, play the game. That's all I like to do or go out with my girl and go out with my kids. Like, that's my main thing. But a lot of people think I'm weird now because I don't want to hang out. I don't want to hang out by SIDS no more. Got you. I'm, I'm weird. You know what I mean? Black people would like to put that word weird on you when you try to do the right thing. They make it's, it's, it's a, <laughs> it's, it. It is a cancel word. Oh, this, this motherfucker's weird. Like Kanye said, they call him crazy to cancel him. I feel like, you know what I mean? We call somebody trying to align to goals and... and, and do the straight and narrow and try to be a good person overall. 
you put that weird on him, that's like saying, man, he it he's it. a fucked up individual. He's not trying to follow the propaganda. Yeah. Of distraction. Nah, you in the right path then. I mean, if you're staying out of like a bunch of bad shit and you're not trying to overdo yourself, you know, like doing the most for no reason, like it just I'm no I'm no, you know, like why, you know, like wizard or anything I know I'm just saying, like, if you feel as though you're on the right path and you got people who disagree and call you weird for it, then you're probably exactly on the path you need to be. I mean, honestly, like that's what I do. Like I go home. I want to do school because I don't like to be home and not have nothing to do. Like, so I went to school. I'm going to finish this mm-hmm. semester. And I'm like, I play video games. If I want to do, if I want to be by myself, I'll be by myself. If I want to be with friends, I'll be with friends. But it's more like before school, I just worked and went to the gym. Worked, went to the gym. Draw, paint, went to the gym, worked. Like, that was it. And people would just be like, are you ever going to hang out, you know, or do stuff? I'm like, nah, I got goals I need to hit, things I want to do, you know. I would even stop stop smoking, stop drinking, like whatever I had to do, I do what I got to do for myself. But you got to stay on that path. And I hate that word weird because they be using it like it's a, like it's a weapon. It's, it's not. It's just out of their norm, you know, like it's out of their normal day. It's out of their normal, you know, like they want to go out. And do these things because that's just that where they're at, where they're at with their life, where you're just doing something different. But like, I don't know. I just feel like we should just have each other's backs. Like, hey, if you're doing this, go ahead, get that bread or get those gains or take care of your kids or whatever you got to do. Like, I'll never I can like I just can't knock a person for that. Or like if they are going to do some wild shit that I just would not do, I just like just be safe. Yo, like I ain't trying to lose another friend. <laughs> you know, uh, it's, just, it's just it's a lot of I just feel like, man, at the end of the day, man, it's it's a lot of things of. People, people, we we as people are just fucking so misguided and. And in certain situations where some people in the matrix and they will never wake up and you know what I mean? And, and some of us can wake up and get disconnect. You know what I mean? That fucking, that system of distraction off our head and, and move forward. And, and some people want you to put you back on the plug. Facts. Yo. Facts. I- the matrix movie, they try to plug you back into the system of dumb shit. <laughs> no, that's true. I can't blame you on that. A lot of people just don't like cut the shit and do what they got to do, no matter how bizarre it might. Be. They seem to cut the shit. All right. This is my last question, man. And everybody get out of here. Oh, all right. What? How, how did you get into graphic design, man? Uh, it's actually a really cool story, and I'm not saying this voluntarily. My mom actually said this. Um, I started in eighth grade. Uh, there was this site called Sumo Paint. It's a way better source now. But uh, I was checking it out in school because we had some free time in computer class. And I took it. I went home that day because it was a rare time where we could just have, have free time. And he, this teacher gave us chess and tried to cool. Took it home. And um, I thought it was a really cool, like, program. And I showed it to my mom and, uh, at the time, my stepdad. And I was like, let me show you all this feature. And I'm like, look at this cool effect. And I got this symmetry effect where you could draw one line and it would draw five more in opposite directions like a snowflake. And it was just like, it would be symmetrical in five different directions. 
And they were just amazed. So my mom took that upon herself and she got Photoshop elements. And when she got Photoshop elements, I tried that out, made pictures. So I was like 13 at the time. And then I was making, I was drawing illustrations. I was doing different things. And then she actually liked it too. So she actually got like a legit Photoshop, which Photoshop is not a cheap monthly plan or a cheap mm -hmm. deal to get, but she got it. And then she took it on. I took it on. Like after she was done on the computer, I get right on there and I'd be on that thing for hours, like for hours, just doing art, making designs, checking out new features, just being, I'm super curious. I'm like, what is this? This is better than a game right now. And I was a gamer back then. So it was heavy. And uh, she, she was like, nah, I think she's going to, she was like, I think I'm going, going to get in graphic design. And I mean, that's what I was already thinking too. So she stated that I got her into graphic design and then her and I, when she was building her business, I was her like, con like her uh, critic for her, her designs and stuff. So I could like, so we could help, so I could help her out. Me, I was just doing stuff for fun because I'm too young. Like I was, I wasn't making mm. People and I was too nervous. I was, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't dumb. I was just very like nervous and shy on exposing myself as an artist and my work. So I was just like working on my own shit. But uh, when I, over the years, watching her grow, like in a, in the span of like ten plus years now, I mean, she's just doing. She is, she's thriving in her own business. I mean, she's literally like, I mean, I like to say this because it's this a huge achievement in my books. But like her clients are telling her. Hey, I'm gonna give you a raise. <laughs> and these are her clients. Like her, these are one-on-one -on -one clients. Like, nah, I'll pay you more than that per hour. And uh, and I mean like $25 an hour more, you know, like Damn. on top of her original. So like she is phenomenal at her work. But before that, like before she got to where she is now, uh I was just with her, like critiquing and also designing my own stuff. And I felt like I was gonna get into graphic design because I was I had such an advantage. When I went to college, I was already like on like my first semester, I was already sub teaching for the professors and I was already helping students. And then when I dropped out, then they made it a legit job to have somebody like be a tutor that is a student. And I came back now and I just found out this like this year that they've been doing that. This was their first time trying it out after COVID. So I, I I've always been a it, it wasn't a matter of graphic, I guess, graphic design, but I just like. I really like just doing art and I can do it really well with the computer, but I, I like to, I like to connect the, the psychology and, and like just the tools of graphic design and put them together. So like getting to know a person and designing something for them is a great experience for me rather than just building a logo for a company or a law firm or some politicians, you know, like I like to get to know the people and build that relationship because we don't do that enough you know, where, where I'm at. So, um, yeah, that's it. I've been graphic design, but all right. design artist. That's what it, that's what it's been. All right, Grant, I appreciate you coming on to Rod and Sister Podcast, man, and giving me your time. Of course. Um, Hopefully you come back on or I come on one of your joints. You know what I mean? That's how, you know what I mean, marketing goes, oh. jump on somebody else's stuff, and eventually it blows up. But um, all right, man, take it easy, man. I appreciate you, man. A pleasure, yo. I'll see you at work. <laughs> All right, yo. <laughs> All right, bro.